Hello there. Welcome to 2018 and sipping off the cuff. I'm Mike Morales here in San Antonio. That gentleman over there is... Jim Johnston in Youngstown, Ohio. And Jim and I, for uh, one of our early versions of 2018, we have been dissecting TC Craft Tequila. And and the, the, the most unusual part about this whole thing is that these... These folks are based in Nashville. <laughs> yep. You know, and and, and I'm I, I'm laughing, but I'm really very serious when I say that Nashville will be the next hotbed for tequila. Well, Nashville. and I'd say what probably based in Mexico because or in, in Nashville because Mexico on this bottle, the gnome, is not that pronounced, but right there, Nashville, real big. Yep. So. Uh, they're they're proud of where they're coming from, but uh, it, it so far has not impacted their product in any way. No, no, um, we have really really enjoyed um, the the all three uh, expressions so far: the blanco, reposado, the añejo. Now we're going to try the extra añejo. Now this brand, um, short, long story short, they started the brand locally in 2013. This is the recent uh, branding. I, I, we had actually, uh, 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 their, their brand ambassador reached out to us on LinkedIn and we had to wait like a couple of months for these bottles because they were rebranding. So this is what the new version is gonna look like. Very cool. Um, I mean, they sent me table tents. They sent us some great, you know, some really good POS. I even have one of the owners, um, uh, Phone number, it was really cool to send us that. Todd and Chad Botteroff, of, of, I hope I'm pronouncing that correctly. Those are the two guys responsible. And they, as far as we can, as far as we have tasted, this line is stellar, man. It just builds yeah. on itself and builds on itself and builds on itself. So, um, but there's no real information on the extra idea except what's on the label. Yeah. Um, nine years. Nine years. Look at look how dark this thing is. Yeah. This, this is, and and I'm 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 looking up at you know bottles of whiskey and bourbon. This is the darkest thing that are, that is going to be on my shelf that isn't rum. So, <laughs> um, Jesus. this is spent some time, and it's really it it looks. No one's gonna. I mean. Tequila newbies aren't going to look at this and say, oh, that's tequila. <laughs> no, I'm scared. Uh, I am. I'm really scared. Uh, I'm going to use my Jarrito that I've been using from Chisholm Trail. Uh, hopefully Stossel will, will pick that up. And uh, you're going you're gonna to continue with the Glencairn? I'm going to continue in the Glencairn in the, uh, in the whiskey tasting fashion because, because... Uh, the Anejo version of this was, was you know, for, for whiskey folks... This is what you wanted to go get, and so I'm expecting the same thing out of this. Well, I, I'm. Uh, uh, you probably can't see this, but I'm. I'm. I'm swirling this in the jarrito, which is how you swirl uh, on a flat surface, and just to doesn't need a whole lot to open up. Beautiful color. I, I mean, that this, really is incredible. Why do I look at this and, and say that it's like in? It looks like licorice to me or something, man. That's, that's, some, that's some dark stuff. Yeah, I mean, this has got a 
dark caramel color to it that just makes you feel like there's something else in the tequila. Not the no tequila could pick up this color by itself, but nine years in a dark dark barrel do some things to you. <laughs> it's got, yeah, really. It's got some, you know, um, you were talking about some rum and I, and I've had, I've had more experience with rum than I have had with whiskeys or scotches, but, um, uh, this reminds me of a rum that's made with like molasses rum. You right. know, those, those Jamaican, those dark Jamaican, um, right. Tequila. Almost like an Appleton or a, like a yeah, Solera yeah. aged even. Yes. Yeah. Or, or, you know what else too? Um, Sherry. Yes. In sherry barrels, you know, the Solera method, um, they consistently keep that, that darkness, that, that dark, rich color to it. Right. It's much richer than what I'm used to seeing in an extra enamel, so. Wow. Oh, oh boy. Jeez. <laughs> oh, my God. Yes. <laughs> this is ridiculous. Wow, it's this minty. This up on every, every iteration at this point. This has taken all of that depth and complexity in the nose and just taken it to an, uh, another level. It, it's... Oh. Oh. I got mint on the nose. I got, we got the sweetness that we got first in the Reposado that we couldn't pinpoint. Then we, we nailed it on the Añejo, and now it's even... Now it's just coming up to say hello. <laughs> yeah. You got a, li- a lot more of the caramel and the wood. A lot better sense of the um, that that tobacco and leather at the, at the very end of it that smells like. But all of it is, all of it is the exact right amount to blend together. There's nothing that steps out to me. There's nothing that steps out and, and, and dominates any of the other sense on this it really does smell like all of those nose elements are sharing this overall bouquet it just now wow. i just i just got like anise and not just a slight anise like a pronounced almost like an ouzo yeah yeah there yes so i was right licorice or something like that yeah this is yeah Holy and I'll tell you that that's probably a little bit of the sweetness and the if you catch ouzo or sambuca in the right way, it smells like sweetness and then mint, but then you get that little bit of that 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 end note that that anise has. I think it's that that little mint up front with that baked spice sweetness to it that gives it that sort of a, like a sambuca or an ouzo smell. Like you you got that it's like Easter bread, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to compare everything to a baked good. How about that? Uh, yeah, why, well, you know, if, if, if that's the reason that they age them in, in these barrels, because you right. get baking spice. You know, right. we've had extrañejos with dried fruit. You know, some of them are so pronounced that they taste like you're, like liquid fruitcake, you know. Right. And not that this is anywhere near that. This is, this is really something. Now, the nose on the añejo was a bit mellowed, more mellowed out. But this one just comes right back at you, man. Yeah, this is this, this has come back to life a little bit, and uh, it's picked up enough that it, it's got it's got its kickback from where it was in the Blanco and the Reposado. Right, exact. I agree completely. Beautiful legs and tears, just 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 lovely. It's just pretty to look at. It really is. It really is. 
Okay, gotta try it. Gotta go. Oh. Oh. I, okay, I'm getting more of the the bitter chocolate, the or bitter cocoa. Yes. Um, very, this is very this is very baking spice. I get a little bit of a cinnamon flavor at the end of this. Yeah. Not not cinnamon in the generic like gum cinnamon or fireball cinnamon. This is legitimate baked into a pie cinnamon that tastes yes. warm and and very wow. Wow. Oh my gosh. Wow. This is a great cigar tequila. I'll tell you that right yeah. off the bat. Yeah. I, I would in fact, I would venture to say, like we we mentioned, that the reposado would be a great cigar tequila. I don't I don't think that I would use a cigar for the añejo, but I would use one for the extra añejo. And I'm not sure why. I mean, I that's just my own personal opinion. But yeah, wow. And again, that lingering finish that that finish just it's progressive. It's yeah. not just all at once warm fuzzy, and I like that. But this is a this is a uh, like you said, um, Jim. It's like a scotch. Scotch is like uh, that warmth. That the more scotch you have, the the warmer it becomes. And and I right. had uh, matter of fact, I've, uh, our uh, our CMO has mentioned that when she's had a great tequila that's aged in a scotch barrel, it's like a like a warm scarf around your throat. Yeah. yeah. And and that's exactly what this on a on a cold winter's morning in in anywhere, yeah. you know, this is this'll warm your cockles, man. Wow. On the last on on the Blanco and the Reposado and the Anejo, the the nose on this developed with the flavor. So after you had a couple sips, that nose came back. What I just noticed is I, I took another whiff of it. The nose is still there, but it hasn't come to the forefront because the complexity of the flavor and the warmth on the back of your throat, when you take that whiff in, it doesn't, you don't have any place for that scent complexity to go. You've got full flavor now. And it, it just, it, it kind of overwhelms you know the scent is important to it, but it overwhelms what little subtlety you found on that nose beforehand. Ooh. Wow! 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 I I um I'm speechless. This is really you called it. You you looked at the color of the añejo, and and we looked at the color on this one. And it really now it's acting more like a scotch, and yet it is still, still aged in, in whiskey barrels. But right. I'm getting that warmth that I got from from the one or two tequilas I've had aged in scotch barrels, or even rums for that matter that were aged in scotch barrels. Well, and in nine years you're starting to approach the entry level single malt scotch aging time, but. There's a couple eight-year-old scotches that have the kind of characteristic that I'm talking about here because the wood is still, the wood has not imparted the kind of depth of char and 
and really deep character of the barrel yet, but you still get a little bit of vibrance out of it and a little bit of taste of that barrel that comes through in a way that makes it seem like, you know, obviously the barrel is the same age or older than the spirit that was in it. But if you pull, if you pull it out at the right time, it, 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 it's got a taste that's like, that's fresh cut wood. The, the char on that barrel hasn't imparted itself completely yet. And you, you still pick up, I think it's a nice compliment to the little bit of agave that I still get blending in there. And it, it's, well, this I, is you incredible. Know, this is a, a big extra añejo. So I have had other Ooh. people tell me that, you know, if you age any tequila over seven years, it starts to taste more like anything but tequila. And the agave's still here. Yeah. You know, I'm of the opinion that if you start with a strong agave, then your aged versions continue to maintain that extra layer of, of complexity. Yeah. It's much easier to, 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 bring, to, to acquire that complexity if you, if you do that with mezcal. For instance, we've had scorpion mezcal, Asian French oak barrels, and it just adds that extra layer. But with tequila, it's tough to do because sometimes the, the barrel just overwhelms the tequila. But, but it's, this it's is, there. This is, it's there. It's, it's less pronounced. It's more in the background. Let's put it that way. The agave on this has mellowed considerably. The wood and the barrel aging flavors have come back from the Anejo. Right. On the Anejo, I got it, it was, the, like you said, the beginning it was, of the whiskey taste yeah. with the agave. Right. Now the agave has gone to the background, and the whiskey has come way up front. Well, it's it's a, it, like you mentioned. I think the añejo uh, became mellower. Yeah. You know, because the reposado made a statement, the blanco for sure. You know, and then the añejo was kind of was it was not muted. It was mellowed, and I, and that could be. I think that's what right. they were going for because. When somebody says, wow, that's a, because it, 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 it made me want to, as I said, it was, it was performing a dual function. It was bringing the whiskey people to, to try tequila and, and maybe the tequila people to experience, try some whiskeys. Because I right. found myself going, hey, man, this is really good. I wonder, I wonder what else I'm missing. It's weird for yeah. me. But with this extra añejo, it's, it's just Oh my gosh, and and, and I get I'm, I'm getting the sense here, and this is because we 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 got that anise and that licorice nose off of it. Yeah, it retains its body. It's got a nice full body. It's got the 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 Scotch characteristics, but in a way that almost the sweetness stays a little bit more than than you would expect on a whiskey. I feel like. Brandy and cognac drinkers would love this. And I feel like you could get people that like regular old liqueur to be approachable to this. Well, So I, I, I have some friends that like to drink Grand Marnier out of a snifter. I think this would be perfect for them. Well, You, you know, get that warmth and that depth of flavor that, that this provides. I think they could definitely make the transition there. The, the other the other thing we were talking about or that I mentioned earlier was sherry. It's as dark as a sherry barrel or those of you who are enjoying, you know, molasses, rum made from molasses. If you're if you're into that, this 
this may attract a whole bunch, a whole spectrum of, of aged uh, spirit drinkers from, from, all, from, all, from all walks of life would want to right. try this and not be disappointed. If you're a rum drinker, if you're a scotch drinker, uh, certainly if you're a tequila drinker, and like you said, uh, liqueurs, sherry, I, I think, or cognac, definitely. Um, it's not as it's not as dry or, you know, it, no, it, no, it, but, but but it would it's reminiscent maybe you know you'll right. you'll get that oh yeah kind of you know wow this is a spiritual experience man <laughs> I'm thinking about the cigar I'm gonna take with me and oh, finish it oh so, yeah. my god now you know you're gonna have to hold on to this for the entire season of 2018 right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I gotta, hold on. I gotta, I gotta leave myself some of the bottle here. But exactly. Luckily, these guys gave us their phone number, and they're not too far away that I can't just drive down there and say hi. Well, you know, uh, if you do, please take pictures and video, and you know, serve it up. We'll we'll put it out there for uh, for our. They're definitely they're onto something. They really took their time. It's again, I know of three or four other just a handful of brands coming out of Tennessee that have really, um, really made a statement with their craft tequilas. And this is one of them. This is the brand, this yeah, is brand this, new. This is... And, and they, they are to be taken seriously. Uh, I'm telling you, Tennessee is going to be the next hotbed for tequila. It, it is going to give Georgia a run for its money because Georgia is another, believe it or not, it, it, we were talking off camera, Georgia is one of those states uh, that is fairly high in tequila consumption. So I would say Tennessee, in the next couple of years, you're going to see them make that list. So we were here first to tell you, TC Craft, Brand of Promise nominee in the Extra Añejo category. Thanks again to, to Chad and Todd Bodoroff, who were really kind enough, and to Heidi for uh, ringing my doorbell and, you know, uh, yeah, thank out you. to us on LinkedIn. You'll see me down in Tennessee soon, I'm sure. <laughs> we'll say hi to Heidi. <laughs> I, I, I will. Um, that's our take on TC Craft Tequilas. Thanks again for stopping by on our new 2018 Sipping Off the Cuffs. Uh, Mike Morales here in San Antonio. That gentleman there in the Ireland t-shirt is... Jim Johnson in Youngstown, Ohio. Don't forget to subscribe whether you're listening to us on iTunes or watching us on YouTube, please let us know in the comments what you think. But whatever you do, tomar sabiamente. Sip wisely. <laughs>